your friend. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. I'm right. me. Why you got to give me a fight? Can't just let it be? I'm alright. All right, welcome back here. Rolling along on a Wednesday. Coming up in about half an hour, Evan Hughes is going to talk some tech baseball. But now, always one of my favorite parts of the week. Joining us now, it's Bill Rolfe and the Rolfe Report here on BDST. It's time for the Roth Report, presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and current ESPN broadcaster, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Nice to be with you again today. Having a good week? Yeah, man. Not too bad at all. Hope you are. Hope you are. We are. Busy time of year. These are the last few days of the semester for our sports media and analytics program. The official last day of class is one week from today. So do you recall what that was like, particularly your senior year when you had <laughs> yeah, yeah. one week left in classes for your life? Then we do have finals and final projects, that type of thing. But this is the this is the very end, the end of the road for a lot of our students. Absolutely. So. Yeah, excitement and dread and all those great emotions come together at once. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations, man. you've graduated. Now where's your job? <laughs> now right? go do Isn't something. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, listen, uh, since I saw the news last night, I was out at the ballpark at an RU, and I saw this Mark Embert news. Um, my goodness, he's done, and what's next for the NCAA? You know, I don't know. I think that it's been really a tumultuous, well, we know it's been a very tumultuous few years for the NCAA, whether it's been enforcement of rules, even with uh, assistance from the FBI and wiretaps, mm. right? Um, the, the Alston case, uh, you know, Emerton attorney, he crafted the, the, the law that, or the rule that was shot down 9 nothing by the Supreme Court. It's just been one thing after another. I think I was, like many other folks around the country and administrators, surprised that he got this big contract extension last year. But he will be stepping down. And I think what's interesting is whoever replaces him, the NCAA model is going to be so different. Who's really running it? Well, right now, nobody. 
NIL is out of control. If you talk to four or five people, you can talk to four or five people who are really smart and mm-hmm. have been around the business for a long time, and you'll get four different answers. Absolutely. Some, some will say the NCAA should be in charge of printing the rule book. Yes. Like, yes. like the basketball court is 94 feet. Right? <laughs> the rules, the rules of the game. And, uh, and, and they'll suggest the conferences themselves should be in charge of enforcement and setting those types of rules. I thought one of the most interesting things that came out this week was Notre Dame's athletics director, Jack Swarbrick, mm-hmm. was talking about a new model of the NCAA that you'd have, in, a sense, in essence, two ends of the spectrum. One, one end are schools that, that will say that the model does work, where higher education and athletics are, are tethered together. So think North Carolina and Michigan and UCLA and, and Cal and Wake and Vanderbilt and who else will be on that list? <clears throat> USC, right? Yeah. Okay. Where academics are the reason. And then at the other end, there's an athletic program. And the kids may not even go to class. And they would just be Alabama Football Incorporated. I don't know that we will get to that, but it's an interesting thought that that Swarbrick brought up that you will have a super conference, but it may not be what we think it is, right? Mm-hmm. Notre Dame is going to be on the academic side. So that doesn't mean that the, the, those two groups wouldn't play each other. Right, right. It would just be how, how the, the schools you're associated with. And, and I don't... I think we know where the ACC stands on this, where it would land, right? Now, does every school in the ACC feel that way? That would be the question. But as of right now, I mean, the ACC kind of torpedoed the whole football expansion thing, right. remember? Mm-hmm. Unanimously because yeah. of this. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't just tap the brakes. They slammed on the brakes and pulled the emergency brake handle simultaneously. So I think before we see, well, who is the replacement for Emmert? Well, what is it going to look like? And And – and what is the NCAA's role in college athletics? It's really important, right? I don't think people understand where the revenue comes from for not only Division two and three teams, but um, other than student fees, the NCAA provides the, the most money for just about every, well, every Big South school, correct? Right. Yeah, sure. So you need it <laughs> because you can't just keep raising student fees. So I think that what the model is is more important than who is the replacement. And – who makes that decision? Well, that's really important because I think what's important in the SEC may not be as important in other leagues. And the SEC and the Big Ten are going to are going to lead the way in this. So, uh, I, and I, candidly, I don't know where I, I stand on this. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's tough. But the what is more important than the who. You're exactly right in trying to correct what we can going forward. That's exactly right. Right now, you've got people – for example, NIL was not supposed to have any influence in recruiting. Recall that? Right. Yeah. NIL money. Yeah. All right, so here's here's Miami getting, you know, the top player from Kansas State to transfer, and they they're, the, the, he's going to make four hundred grand a year for two years. And Miami got the, the, the kid from uh, Arkansas State, uh, Norshed O'Meara, who's – and they're going to pay him similar numbers. Right. Not Miami, but – we see what the Miami Hurricanes are doing on the basketball front. Um, find find a couple of really good players because we're losing a couple mm-hmm. and Annie up. Carolina and, too, yeah, yeah. And that's not the way it's we 
that's not the Olympic model, which is kind of what name, image, and likeness was supposed to at the beginning um, emulate. But again, we've got this void of leadership, even up to the presidential level, right, at, at schools. The, the president of Miami's all for it. If he wasn't, he'd have nixed it. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the future is, is, is uncertain because who's policing it? And I can see now why Jay Wright and Roy Williams are saying we've had enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's Bill Roth. It's the Roth Report here on BDST. Do you think there would have been some kind of plan, just some kind of, I don't know, some kind of package they could have started discussing all this could have been avoided to where it's seemingly out of control now with the NIL? Well, they tried to, but their insistence I'm trying to do the math in my head. Their insistence five years ago to stick with the archaic model proved to be illegal when it went to the Supreme Court. They were going to lose, the, and they did, every mm-hmm. every, every, every yeah. case of note because you said, well, they're, they're not employees. You, <laughs> they're student athletes. They're not employees. Well, what is an amateur? And um, I, I, I think it's still – we still have – this is going to be like – I'm going to have to trademark this, Rick. We still have the best amateur athletic model of any any country in the world. We really do. As messed up as it may seem to be, we still have the best model. We, as a country, still win more gold medals than anybody else. We, as a country, still allow high school and college kids to both play sports and study. In fact, we encourage it. And, and, and I have several foreign students, non-U.S.-born students in my classes, and they can't do this way where they are from. Okay, so, for example, we had a, 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 a tennis player at Virginia Tech from India. She had to decide in high school, do you want to school or play, go to school or play tennis? And when she decided school, they barred her. She was in ninth grade. They barred her from even playing tennis at the local club, and her dad had to put up a little rope in the street, and they banged um, tennis balls back and forth. She ended up on scholarship at Virginia Tech. She's getting her MBA at Michigan. Okay, that would never happen in India. And there are a lot of countries where you have to make that decision. My long-winded point is we still have the best model. It's just changing, and uh, I don't know that everyone is completely comfortable with the changes. He's Bill Roth, and it's the Roth Report here on BDST. We have the draft coming up. The NFL always wins the offseason in the news cycle. Not nearly as much hype around this draft because the quarterback class, eh, you know, they're good, but we don't know how good. (laughs) Well, I'm more interested in to see where, like, Amari Bardo goes yes, and, yes. and James Mitchell for Tech. Um, yeah, you're right. There's there's not the hype. I mean, there are game-changing linemen that are going to be picked here starting tomorrow night that will play in the league for decades, right? There's there 10 years, right? There's, there's guys that are going to be really well-paid for what happens here. Um, for, from Tech's perspective, I think – you remember back in uh, 2006, you may not remember this. It was 19, I'm trying to think. Well, I guess it would have been the 0102 recruiting class. Okay. In 2006, Virginia Tech had nine guys picked. You're right. That's right. And if you go back and look at the Virginia Tech football roster when it went into the ACC, that 2004 team that won the league, Tech had 17 guys on that team picked. Not that year, but the 06, 04, 05, and 06 drafts. Really good players, and you know we may go three rounds without seeing a hokey pick. So we need to change that up. 
He's Bill Roth. It's the Roth Report. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll get the latest. What's going on with the SMA and more things coming up with Bill after this. Stay with us here on BDST. More of Bill Roth when we return. All right, I reconnect. Of the Radford University Highlanders and host of Big Dog Sports Talk. Let me tell you about my friend Louise Baker with the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster. If you are looking to buy or sell here in the NRV, I can think of nobody better to take care of your real estate needs than Louise. She's meticulous, very detail-oriented, and will work to make what can be a very stressful time as stress-free as possible. Call Louise today for all of your real estate needs. You'll be glad you did. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. That's nrvhomes.com. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's university. VT.com. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey. <laughs> hey we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Kelsey Grammer. Wounded Warrior Project supports injured veterans by connecting them with fellow warriors, by serving them through mental health and wellness programs, and by empowering them to live on their own terms. No one should face a battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. All right, we are back. It's the Roth Report here on BDST. And you've already mentioned the SMA and some more fun stuff here heading up the last week. One of my favorite assignments of the year is uh, this week for our sports play-by-play class. You'd probably like this too, Rick. I, I found an old Cubs-Dodgers game, oh, and cool. I have the video of it with Vin Scully calling the game. Oh. And 
the students in the class have to write a 2,000-word essay on Vin Scully. Oh, you, man. You've got to sit down and watch the game. <laughs> that would be – I would. I would love that. Absolutely. That fun? Yes. I go back and watch it just every now and then just to enjoy hearing Vin call a game. Yeah, I know. I know. It's kind of like me when I listen to a tech football game with you, to be honest Easy. With you. Yeah, Thank just you, say it. Just say it. Yeah, you know, I was going back during the break. I went back and looked. <laughs> Do you know – you know, not only did the NCAA lose the O'Bannon and the Alston lawsuits, and you know they lost the Penn State lawsuit too. Oh, that's right. Remember, remember they find Penn State yeah. after the Sandusky thing, and Penn State's lawyer said, "You don't have what happened at Penn State was egregious and horrific and horrible." Da, 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 but there was no NCAA rules book. Yeah, that's right. And they had to give the money back. <laughs> North Carolina, same thing. I mean, I mean, there were. If you go back and look, even going back to Emmert's days, I hate to pile on the guy. No, he deserves but, it. No, I, I, at, at UConn, he, he, there was a major scandal when he was there where, you know, the governor stepped in and said there was this, quote, astonishing failure of oversight in management. They went over, they had $100 million in, in lost money over a construction issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know being a college president is really hard. He was there and then at, at, at University of Washington and at LSU. But, he, but even when, the, when he was there, there was issues of academic fraud and stuff at LSU. This is a guy that has been a survivor. He's had some really good jobs over the years. Yeah, he has. But, he has. Um, we'll see where they go with this thing. But right now, there's he's going to be the interim, right? He's going to stay on until yeah, they find someone. Yeah, They'll never win a case again, will they? <laughs> it's the well, they've won. They've won some, but not, not the, 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 the high-level cases right, that, that right. change the sport. I mean... When's the last time the Supreme Court ruled nine nothing on anything? <laughs> right. Yeah. What does nine people agree in that court? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am really enjoying these NBA playoffs. That get atmosphere last night. Memphis was great. Uh, what's going to be your Baker team game of the week? We got the NBA. We got baseball. We got hockey playoffs coming up too next week. Well, if if it turns out if Milwaukee wins this game, it'll be Boston. Milwaukee will start in the East semifinals Sunday. Oh, oh, and I man. think that'll be great. Boston, that's the defending champs. Boston's playing great. I just think that will be a great series. It will Even be. if you're not an NBA fan, so to speak. And yeah. I know, you know, the demos in our region somewhat suggest that. I, If you do watch the NBA, this is the time to watch it. By the way, I met Victor Oladipo for the very first time when he was in high school and Tech was recruiting him. Mm-hmm. Ryan Odom brought him by. We were over at the West End, which is a dining facility on campus oh, cool Tech. cool and um you know he's had a really interesting career he ended up going to indiana but he had he's had an interesting career he's been hurt so much and he's got knees and he's had quad injuries i think he's only played he's played less than 100 games in over four years right but last night rick with jimmy butler out victor oladipo scored 23 points leading the heat to the victory mm-hmm. over Atlanta that clinched the series right. four to one. Right. And I'm still going Miami is kind of my as we talked about last week. That two weeks ago or I'm sorry, two years ago they were one win away from winning the whole thing. Right. Don't count especially if Butler gets back healthy. But uh, who knew that Victor Oladipo would come out of nowhere? I don't think people have heard his name in three years. And <laughs> twenty three last night. So to close it out. I don't know who's going to win the East. I don't know who's going to win the West, and that's why it's exciting. I don't. I mean, it, 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 every series has got so much riding on it, and I don't know who the favorite is right now in these playoffs. Hmm. It's tough, especially with Booker being out for Phoenix. It Correct. takes, you know. 
I don't know. Yeah, that New Orleans, that, that series isn't over yet. No, it's not. It's not. And John Morant, my goodness gracious. It, it's fun See, watching player. him develop. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's fun. You I, never know, right? Murray State, there's I good know, players everywhere. Our very own Shane Nichols at RU was his lead recruiter at Murray State. So it's Is great. that right? Yeah, yeah. They talk about every day. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. All right. I don't know where he's going with this, but here comes the NRV Heart Clinic Bills top three. Hey! For today's countdown, it's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right, where are you going this week, my friend? So, I'm going with the guys that were drafted by Virginia Tech that were turned out to be the best draft picks. Oh, in other words, okay. like, wow. You ready? Yeah, look what he turned out to be. Okay, this is going to be cool. All right. Vince Fuller was the 108th player picked. Wow. What a career he had. Yeah, yeah. Made a lot of money. Will Montgomery, the 234th player picked. A walk-on attack, three NFL contracts. Mm. 234. For Will, I didn't realize it was that low. You're wow, good player. So just because you're not picked in the first or second round, that's right. And Tom Brady isn't the only one who slid to the sixth round that you know that made it. Yeah, certainly. Um, and, and I go back to to, to this because twenty five teams packed on, passed on him. Dwayne Brown, yeah. the highest paid right. player in that's ever come out of tech in the NFL. Uh, when, when Houston picked him, he's been a pro bowl. What? One, two, three, four, five, five time pro bowler. From tight end to tackle, right? When he got to tech, wasn't he a tight end? Yeah. yeah and they yeah. moved him. Yeah. No, I mean, there were other guys. I mean, I mean, clearly like Bruce Smith was the first overall pick. We know he, that was a really smart. Right. Pick. And Mike Vick. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. But you're talking about value yeah. that, yeah, you're right. Va- yeah. Like, like you like Carol Dale. Yeah. Uh, I think, I'm looking here. Hang on. Let me scroll it down. It was a different era. This was way back in 1960. Yeah. Cardo was the eighth, went in the eighth round, but went to three Pro Bowls. So good. He was so good for the power. Yes. Yes. That's a good mm-hmm. list, man. That, and you're right. In this draft in particular, I mean, like Brock Hoffman, for instance, been following him with uh, yeah. the climb. And, and you know, he's going to, I think he's going to find a niche. I mean, Cam Chancellor didn't get – Cam was not a first-round no. pick. He went to the Pro Bowl four times. <laughs> right? Legion of Boom leader back there. So don't fall into that. If, oh, I wasn't in the first, second – I didn't get picked on the first day. That's okay. There's lots of Pro Bowls and Super Bowls to play in. And not everybody's going to be in the first round, right? You better believe it. I'm excited for the guys. You know, when you when you get that first college scholarship – I'm always happy for the for the kids, right? And sometimes they have a press conference, but it's really hard to get a college scholarship. Right. It's hard, especially at a, at a major school. And it means so much to families, particularly when it's the first player or son, or even for, for ladies' sports, yeah. for women's sports, the first woman to get a college scholarship in the family or go to college. Mm-hmm. The NFL draft is something else. It, it's so emotional. And you can see it when the commissioners hug the guys, right? Yeah, yeah, that's real, like, those guys. Yeah. Well, I've made yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm on that stage. I made it. So I like watching the draft. 
Yeah, I do too. Not only for the for the football. We we talked about this in the past that it's the one event of the year. It does so well in television ratings. Mm-hmm. It's the one event of the year that combines both the NFL and college football. Right? Or in other words, you're a diehard Alabama fan. You want to see where your guys go, right? As a Bama fan. Sure. But maybe you're also a New Orleans Saints fan, right? Or mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons, uh, you know, whatever you happen to be down there. What's the top pro team in Alabama? Falcons? <sighs> That's a great question. Most popular pro team? Saints, Falcons? Uh, yeah. Uh, the most popular pro team in Alabama is Alabama. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> There's the answer. <laughs> most popular NFL team. I don't know. That's a really good question. It is a good question. It is a good question. <laughs> But 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 you watch right. You're able to like. Um, uh, I mean, even if you're a big Washington Commanders fan, and hate UVA, if they pick a good player from UVA, you're happy with the draft. Oh, sure, right? he's it's, one of your guys. You have yeah. you have one of this weird. We all have this weird fandom where we're able to justify. <laughs> no question, man. That's right. That's what it's all about. Right? He's my guy now. <laughs> yeah, you hate Duke until your NBA team picks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The top play. Yeah. We love Christian Leitner now. Yeah, I know. You're exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly so, right. I do like the draft. And then the second reason is just the way that, you know, Mel Kuyper's not going to be in the, in the studio or on, on site. Oh. He's, he's going to work from home this year. Well, as long as they have him on. I still, like, I still like listening to him. He's still my favorite guy to listen to. I think Barno's the first hokey pick. We'll see how accurate that is when we reconvene next week. Okay. All right. Well, listen, man, speaking of the week, I hope you have a great week and try to stay warm here. The next couple of days is going to be a little chilly. You have a very, very <laughs> exciting guest coming up next. I do, and he's very excited. He said it's going to be a tough act to follow, he said today. <laughs> so, so now you talk about recruiting. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we had to, we had to actually, we, you know, I had to buy his mom lunch <laughs> and short pump right, we paid early days we paid we paid to get evan hughes man early nil <laughs> it was flat out cash oh, and his it. sister his it. sister i had to buy we have, we have there was tater tots involved <laughs> the combo had to have tater tots. <laughs> he's made a big difference for us uh in in in, in what i'm trying to get done at tech so i'm glad you're having him on Stay tuned. Do not turn off your, That's your, right. your radio. That's right. Don't close your laptop or your phone. Evan Hughes is next. All See right. you, buddy. Thanks, brother. Take care. That's Bill Roth at the Roth Report. Yes, we will talk to the voice of Tech Baseball and women's basketball in Blacksburg. Evan Hughes joins us next as we roll along here on this Wednesday. Good morning. This is Kimberly McBroom in the WDBJ 7 Newsroom with our latest update. The JMU community is mourning the loss of softball player Lauren Burnett. Burnett was a sophomore on the team. The school said she was a great ambassador of JMU and the athletics program. The Rockingham County Sheriff's Office is investigating her death. The former Rocky Mount police officer convicted in connection with the Capitol riot is asking a judge to do away with some of his charges. A jury found Thomas Robertson guilty of all six charges against him stemming from January 6th. He's asking a judge to acquit him of three of those charges. Roberts' counsel claims the government presented insufficient evidence. And the Lynchburg police are moving their headquarters thanks to last night's approval from city council. Council voted unanimously to design and build a new police department along Oddfellows Road. LPD says they've outgrown the downtown town location. That's your latest news update on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD.
Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com louise baker with the louise baker team of long and foster realtors with spring and summer right around the corner remember sam's hot dog stand in blacksburg they have a food cart that they can bring a nice surprise to your outdoor fun and family gatherings all beef hot dogs on a steam bun make all the best for a great picnic 620 north main street blacksburg check them on facebook louise marshall and Rhonda. The Louise Baker team reminds you to shop local. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Hi, this is Kelsey Grammer. When military service members head into battle, none are expected to face the enemy alone, but many return home and become isolated as they struggle with the visible and invisible wounds of war. It can be difficult knowing how to overcome that challenge and rekindle bonds similar to those formed in the military. Wounded Warrior Project supports these injured veterans through their recoveries by connecting them with fellow warriors and their communities. No one should